Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2089. Today we're celebrating the Peterson's Museum newest exhibit devoted to the legacy of the 1932 Ford. It's titled Ford Fever, The Deuce Turns 90. It's going to be happening June 11th and 12th. Listen up, we've got a special guest today who knows a lot about the Deuce Coupes. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Beverly Hills, California, with a very special returning guest. We've determined this will make him a three-peater, Bruce Meyer. Bruce, welcome back to Cars Yeah! Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? <laughs> Mark, always. Never lift. No kidding. I love that saying. You know, I've had a lot of people on the show that use that quote and refer back to you. So you created quite a legacy for that. Now, before I give you an introduction, because this is going to be a very different show, we're going to focus on something very special today that's happening at the Peterson Automotive Museum, a place that's near and dear to your heart. I typically ask my guests to share one little thing that most people don't know about them, but I'm going to twist this around a little bit and deucify it. What's one little thing that you think most people don't know about the iconic Deuce Coupe. Well, now, you know, you're supposed to give me a list of questions that I can prepare for. <laughs> no, no. Join you, Mark. You just jump right in. You're, okay. a, you're a pro with this. You've been here three times, so this should be easy. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so people refer to the Deuce as the Deuce Coupe, okay? Yeah. And the Deuce is really all 32 Fords. That's including the Roadster, the Victoria, the Sedan, everything. So I had a friend of mine come, oh, you're celebrating the Deuce Coupe. Well, we're celebrating the Deuce, the 1932. The Deuce Coupe is, you know, kind of the little Deuce Coupe, which everybody thinks of, yeah. is really basically, a, you know, a coupe version. So I would say that, gosh, the one thing people don't, maybe doesn't come to mind immediately is that the Deuce was a one-year only. You know, with many of the Ford cars, they come out and they run a similar car for a few years, yeah. like the T and the, and the A and so forth. But the Deuce is the 32 was a one year only, and it was a very special design car. It was a beautiful car. And yeah. A lot of unusual features on it. See, there you go. I knew you'd have an answer for me. You know, this is a car that <laughs> that you love. But, I, you know, I like throwing curves right at the beginning, but uh, I don't think uh, I could get a curveball by you, Bruce. So <laughs> I think we're doing great. Let me give you an introduction, and we're going to dive into what we're discussing today. Bruce Meyer has served as the face of the Peterson Automotive Museum for much of its existence. The Peterson Museum opened in 1984 with Bruce as its founding chairman. He is known throughout automotive circles for having one of the most discriminating vehicle collections globally. Yeah, no kidding. A Beverly Hills-based real estate investor and president of Meyer Pacific, he also serves on the board of the Henry Ford Museum, the California Highway Patrol 1199 Foundation, and St. John's Health Center Foundation. Opening on June 11th is the Ford Fever, The Deuce Turns 90, the Peterson Museum's new exhibit devoted to the legacy of the 1932 Ford. And it will feature three vehicles from Bruce's personal collection that we'll talk about today. Also taking place the same weekend are two fan-favorite events, the Deuce Gala, which 
Also, we'll be featuring a 45-minute set from Billy Gibbons. Yeah, the ZZ Top frontman that we all know about. And the Deuce Cruisin', which is set to be the largest gathering of 1932 Fords in Southern California. That'll take place on the 12th. We'll be back in just a minute, but first a word from our sponsor, so give them a little love. We're with Bruce Meyer talking about the Deuce. We'll be right back. Covercraft's newest three-layer all-climate cover is especially engineered for moderate weather conditions and it's treated with an extra UV-resistant formula. It's soft, it's breathable, and it's easy to store, all while pampering your paint, providing maximum UV, rain, and dust protection. If you live where it's windy, no worries. Simply add their gust guards for windy conditions to add extra protection to keep your cover in place. Your three-layer all-climate cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their tradition since 1965. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft, too. Every one of my vehicles is protected with a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code yeah 21 Y-E-A-H-2-1 at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right. So get 10% off with free shipping by simply using the code yeah 21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. The great Dale Carnegie said, knowledge isn't power until it's applied. Zengen is an oil analysis kit that allows you to sample your engine's oil and gain valuable knowledge about your engine's inner health. Get your knowledge with a personalized detailed Zengen report today at only $39.95 and free shipping both ways. Your Zengen oil analysis costs less than an oil change and not only provides you with the knowledge of the inner workings of your engine, but then empowers you with options to avoid costly repairs or future breakdowns. Their easy-to-use sample kit takes less than five minutes to collect your sample and mail it back to the world-class labs. In only five days, they'll send you a link to your very own engine score via email. Your report measures 30 different data points, including lubricants, metals, contamination, additives, and a whole lot more. Zengen gives you knowledge, empowering you to avoid a future problem. One of those that you never knew was coming. Father's Day is coming and Zengen gives dad the gift of knowledge. What a gift. Give your dad his very own Zengen oil kit today and you'll make him smile. Visit ZengenScore.com and order your oil test kit. Use the code CARSYAT20 and they'll give you 20% off your first two kits. Preventative knowledge and maintenance could save you thousands. And you'll rest better at night knowing your engine's condition is A-OK or maybe needs a little help. That's ZengineScore.com and use the code CARSYA20 today. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates by a lot. But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866-AC1-YEAH, that's 866 224 
888-789-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Bruce, you have a very long history with the Deuce and the Deuce Coupe and that whole era and legacy. Let's dive right into this new exhibit that's at the Peterson first before we talk about your cars and so forth. So tell us what visitors to the Peterson are going to see in this new exhibit. So, I mean, first of all, the Peterson was established in 1994, not 84. Just a, oh, I'm sorry. Just a quick uh, correction. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's perfectly okay. I'd love to people think that we were here forever, you know, but <laughs> Robert E. Peterson was here forever, and that was Peterson Publishing. Yep. And so, you know, Peterson Publishing, really, his first publication was Hot Rod Magazine. And that magazine is responsible for, really, for hot rodding, in my opinion. I mean, it infected me at a very early age. I, I was born in 1941, and his first year of publication was 48. So I was seven years old. And, you know, when you're a car guy, you're born that way. It's in your DNA. So I, I've been following Hot Rod Magazine since its opening year. So I've always been a fan of hot rodding. And when you think of hot rodding, you think of the 32 Ford. That is the quintessential year of hot rodding. I mean, even though it started in the, in, in the, as soon as there were two cars, you know, there was a race and everybody was trying to figure out how to get ahead. But Henry Ford really started his career racing. That's, you know, what he did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people modified the Model T's and Model A's. But, you know, in, in 1932, they came out with the all new 32 Ford with a V8 engine. You know, I mean, that was pretty amazing. You know, a lot of features with a stronger chassis and a, and, a, and a redesigned body. It was done by Edsel Ford. He talked his father into, you know, updating the Model A, which they did in a big way. And so, you know, it was just a car. The timing was perfect. The price was right. And when the GIs kind of came back from you know, the war in the, you know, mid-40s, they had a picture of their favorite car and their girlfriend. And, and the 32 Ford was just like the perfect palette for them. I mean, they were inexpensive. There were a lot of them. And that just became the the quintessential hot rod, you know, and that's been a favorite of mine since I was 16. I always wanted a 32 Ford, so. Well, of course, and you've got a few of those, <laughs> right? You know, I, 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 it's embarrassing. I have 10 32 Fords, you oh, know, what? I mean, I have, I have, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I am a 32 Ford guy. I love it. And my first kind of restoration of a vintage hot rod was the Pearson Brothers Coupe, which is the 34, which is another great year. But I just seem to have centered in on the 32s because they kind of started it all. And Bob McGee, that was the first high boy roadster on the cover of Hot Rod in 1948. You know, I've just, you know, I've got some historic 32s and some cars, 32s that I drive. I drive them all, but, you know, some that more than others, so to speak. Of course. Yeah. Well, my understanding is that you're going to have three of your cars on display at this special exhibit, right? You know, we have uh, Brian Stevens, who's our display director. We're opening the new Ross and Beth Myers Gallery at the Peterson Automotive Museum. And, and somebody else you should talk to is Ross Myers. Oh, yeah. Has he been on your show? No, no. You have to introduce me. Ross Myers is from Philadelphia. And he's just a really special guy. He has a broad collection. We, we were just on an antique tour, and he was in, in a antique Pierce Arrow. But he has Ford race cars from 
you know, the Trans Am days to, you know, to hot rods. He has probably one of the most significant hot rod collections. So Ross is somebody you should talk to, but Ross is the most generous, wonderful person. And he is underwriting our Ross Myers at Ross and Beth Myers Gallery. And we're opening it with 32s because he has significant 32s. He has the Ricky Nelson car and he's got an He's got a couple cars that he's putting in. I, I forget how many we have on display. And I think we have the Doan Spencer car and maybe the McGee car. And I'm not sure what other car of mine goes in that display of famous 32s. Maybe maybe the uh, um, nickel car. I just don't know. By the way, all of my cars, all of my cars are known by somebody else's name. You know, I've uh, kind of... You know, there's there's no Bruce Meyer car. They're all, you know, Don Spencer, Bob McGee, or Tom Proofer, or the nickel car. It's all about the history. It's all for me about the history and and the uh, authenticity of the car. So thanks to Pete Shapouris, who started the the revived SoCal Speed Shop, who passed away a few years ago. Just a very dear friend of mine. He was a meticulous craftsman. And he restored almost all of my significant thirty twos. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't know that. You know, Pete. Pete was a guest on my show very early on, so you listeners can go back and listen to his voice. Now that you know, unfortunately, like we say, we've lost him. But I didn't know that he did had done your cars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He the belly tank, the the Pearson Brothers coupe, the McGee car, Don Spencer. He did them all, and he was such a such a cool great guy oh my god I, I, I miss him so much he started out up in in crestline in, the, in a little house up on the hill and he restored the pearson brothers coupe and then he just started restoring other cars and moved down to um pomona and opened a shop that nobody could pronounce with the <laughs> pcg3 yeah. group you know nobody could figure it out and then and i introduced him to alex exidius and alex was the founder of SoCal Speed Shop. I introduced the two of them. They hit it off, and between the two of them, they decided they were going to revive the SoCal Speed Shop, and that's what they've done so successfully. And, yeah, uh, it's tremendous. You know, Pete, Pete Jr., you know, keeping that wonderful Legacy shop alive. alive. Yeah. Well, the other thing that is happening with this event is there gonna be there's going to be a Deuce Gala, gala and a ZZ Top, that guy named Billy Gibbons, is going to be performing. Holy cow. People can still get tickets for that? Can, and it's it's Saturday night, June twelfth, and it's the best deal in town for you know a little over two hundred dollars. You can get a great dinner, see the opening of the Ross Myers Gallery, and get a concert with Billy Gibbons. So it's wow. dinner, excitement, enter the enjoy the entire museum, and and get it all done. I mean, it should be really a, a memorable night. And thanks to Billy, we're honoring we're honoring Billy with the I. Hot Rod Icon Award, and Henry Ford, the fourth, I guess, or third, I'm not sure, I should know this, <laughs> is going to be presenting Billy with a with this honor. And so Billy's been done so much for Hot Rod, and, you know, he's such oh, yeah. a terrific, terrific guy. So he's coming, and he's playing for us, and it'll be a very special night. That's, that's June 11th, Saturday night, and then 12th. 12th, we'll do our cruise-in. That's what I was going to say. The next step is, of course, Sunday, the cruise-in. And I'll tell you, the first time I visited the Peterson, this has to be 20 years ago. 
I came to a the deuce show that was happening there in the parking lot. I mean, every floor had old deuces. I met some incredible people. I believe I even met you at that event. Yep. Here we are 20 plus years later, the Sunday cruise in the 12th, and you guys plan, you're working on this being the biggest gathering of these cars ever, or at least in Southern California, right? Yeah, well, it's the 90th anniversary, and so we think that's worthy of celebration. Yep. So we're going to do, and and we do periodic cruises at the Peterson. That's, you know, we have the most amazing staff at the Peterson with Terry Cargus and Michael Bodell and Lincoln mm-hmm. Ramirez and Peter Holden. We just, we just have a great staff, and so they decide, let's do a celebration. So we're going to have the exhibit in the, in the Ross and Beth Myers Gallery. We'll have the big party on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, we'll have the cruise in, and we hope to just fill the entire parking lot with 32 Fords. And, you know, somebody's got something, some other hot rod bring it along, but it's really primarily for 32s. It's the big birthday celebration. Well, this is going to be incredible, listeners. And, again, you can go to their website. I'll put links to it, but they're easy to find, Peterson Automotive Museum. And if you, this sounds like an event you should jump on a plane and go out there, even if you don't live in the area. But if you do live in the area and you've got a 32, you've got to take it out and take it to the museum. Now, Bruce, I always ask my guests about what I call driving inspirations. These are people or things that inspire you in the automotive world. What was your drive for your passion with the Deuce? Because as many cars as you have from that era, I mean, something must have steered you, excuse the pun, into this passion you have for these things. What was it? Well, it was Hot Rod Magazine, truthfully. I mean, I I subscribe. I was a Boy Scout, so I subscribed to Boys Life, which was a hot, which was a scouting magazine, and Hot Rod magazine. Those were my two inspirational magazines, and I would just pour over Hot Rod magazine and look at, you know, I I, I like some of the Model A's on Deuce rails too, but I just really always loved the thirty two Ford High Boy and the thirty two Ford High Boy, you know, coupe, and those just to me just defined Southern California, and I. Born and raised in Southern California, went to Los Angeles High School right in the center of L.A. And so that was aspirational to have a hot rod. Now, my parents hated cars. So, I mean, it was there was no bigger waste of time for them. A hot rod was equivalent to a Hell's Angel, you know. We, oh, sure. And so that was, oh, my God, you know, and it, don't waste your time on that. Don't waste your money. And they guided me pretty well. I think if, if I didn't have the parents that I had, I would you probably would have been a hooligan. <laughs> a hooligan, definitely. You know, they they just kept me working and and uh, you know saving my money and and doing the right stuff. So I had wonderful parents. But but I I say you're never too old to have a happy childhood. So I have <laughs> gone back into my gone back into my youth and and I'm living the dream. I I'm leaving in another month to go to Canada. They're having a big celebration in Victoria for the 32. Nice. And Roy Brizio puts together a little tour, and we drive up. This will be my third time driving a 32 to Canada. And wow. My wife is terrific. I mean, you know, it's not like taking a fancy car. I mean, she, the car we're going to take is a, is a car built by Larry Roller. It has literally no side windows. Oh gosh. It's chopped probably probably four or five inches. So it's not and it has bomber seats. So my <laughs> wife Raylene, she's been married we've been married fifty two years, you know. It uh <laughs> she's she she goes along on these rides, you know, pretty good 
have a partner. In yeah, very fortunate for sure. You know, you mentioned you're never too old to go back to your youth and your childhood. How would you advise a listener today that is just learning about, could be a young listener, maybe somebody who's finally opened their eyes to the nature of these cars. How would you advise them to kind of go down the path of maybe even finding their first deuce? Yeah. Well, you know, the nice thing at this point in time, most deuces have been converted to hot rods, you know, the majority have. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you're, if you love a 32, I would get one that's already built. Yep. Because, you know, and then you can modify it. The good thing about hot rods are that you can express yourself. You, it's not like, well, a Dearborn winner where you have to do everything the way Henry Ford built it. With hot rods, you can change the wheels and the tires and the stagger and the color and the graphics. And so I think that if you're going to start out, you're probably better off starting with a project that somebody else has done. Yep. And I always like to buy a car, a car that's been done and driven yes. because there's so many, you know, there's a lot of 32s out there and a lot of hot rods and a lot of muscle cars that look fabulous, but have never been kind of taken out and driven and debugged and yep. made you know, roadworthy, so to speak. So I always like to get a car that is that has been down the road and driven. You know, some of these ads say, you know, brand new build, you know, five miles. It's like that to me is a turnoff. You know, I want to get a car that's been driven 5,000 miles or 500 miles, you know. So right. I say start with a car that's already built, something that's that kind of resembles what you like, the style you like, and then you can leave it like it is or you can modify it. Yeah. And there's so many options for finding parts and things these days. I mean, the plethora of parts suppliers and people. And the other thing I'll add to your comment, Bruce, and, and your your suggestion is spot on. And you listeners, listen to Bruce. He's collected lots of cars. He's learned a lot of things, probably some of them the hard way. Go out and find somebody who has one or join a club that is evolved around these things and talk to people and learn from them before you go spend money on a car. And you, when you're a part of this club, you may find somebody in the club that's ready to let one of theirs go that's driven it and enjoyed it. And there you go. You'll be spot on. We're going to take a short break for our sponsors again here. We come back. We're going to talk more about the fabulous Deuce with the fabulous Bruce Meyer. We'll be right back. I've teamed up with AutoGeek because, well, they've been the leading source of auto detailing products, accessories for more than 20 years. Their Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax is specially formulated from Brazilian Carnuba Wax. It's easy to apply on any paint surface and provides that warm glow that we love, especially me on my vehicles. You're going to love it too. A favorite of car shows countrywide, Pinnacle Sovereign Paste Wax from AutoGeek wipes on easily, requires no drying time, is easy to remove, and provides up to 90 days of protection against damaging environmental contaminants. This wax is designed to exceed the standards of the most discriminating enthusiasts and collectors. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their very skilled technical support. Autogeek.net. That's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions. Ones you can learn from and grow. 
That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. We all count on skilled auto technicians to ensure that our families and ourselves are safe on the road. That an airplane will get me safely to my destination. That trucks are moving the stock to shelves of essential parts and things that we need. That's why Tech Force Foundation's slogan is so appropriate. When techs rock, America rolls. I love that. Tech Force is a charity of cars, yeah. And like all charities... They need our support. If you love cars and can relate to the young person's desire to turn their passion into a career, go to techforce.org today and donate or become a volunteer. That's techforce.org. So here's a crazy question for you, but I have a feeling there could be an answer. You've got so many great cars. I mean, your collection is just quintessential iconic mixture of things i mean i look at your car collection and there's so many different things in there that's what makes it so cool and you share it you go to cars and coffee you get out there you drive your cars i love that about you bruce is there one deuce that you would like to add to your collection that you know about right now you know what there was one you know i obviously time to enjoy what i have so i'm not looking for anything but there is there is a deuce that's owned by Ross Myers. It was restored by Donna Roscoe. It's called the Bacon Coupe. And it's a chop three one. It's a beautiful car. I don't need that car. Ross owns that car. It's absolutely in the right place. But, you know, to me, that's just one of the most beautiful 32s. Beautiful chop. It has a Hemi in it. It's just, it defines hot rodding. I, I think that's just one of the most beautiful, you know, deuces out there. But, I'm not looking for anything. I, you know, I we just did a book. Ken Gross. Do you know Ken Gross? Of course, he's been on the show a couple times. Well, he's terrific, and he wrote a book called Deuce D E U C E exclamation point. I've got it. <laughs> yeah. Do you have it? Okay, great. Well, it's got uh, eight of my thirty twos in there, and I think Ken did a beautiful job on that. And the forward is by Alex Exidius, oh. and we just celebrated his hundredth birthday. Wow. Yes. Yeah, and right. and a mm-hmm. little chapter by Chip Foose, you know who is. A big fan of the Deuce. So, anyways, it's a fun book, and I don't know why I mentioned it, but I, but it's it's if you're looking for a Deuce, and it kind of shows all different styles and types, you know, from the yeah. Doyle Gamble car to the to the um, McGee. Yeah, no, it's a great book. All of them. We'll make sure I put a, put that on uh, Bruce's show notes page because you listeners know I love books, and we always recommend a book here. So you beat me to that punch. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. And of course, uh, I think now you probably beat Ken. Can you say, Ken, I've been on Cars Yeah more than you now? Because I think Ken's been on twice and you're a three-peater. So there you go. <laughs> you, you got him beat uh, at the uh, the finishing line there. So <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Well, nobody knows more than that guy. He's got an extensive library and he's just a wealth of knowledge. And he also is one that shares his knowledge and his passion. So I love Ken. He's also also very awesome. So I want to know about this. If you had to narrow down and just share some history, because you love history, of one of your deuces, which car is it? And tell us a little bit about that ride. Sure, sure. I would say there's two deuces that come to mind, to my mind, as being the most historic. The one that's probably the most historic is the McGee car. And that car is a red 32. It's not, I mean, it's nothing extraordinary in design. It, very subtle, but it was the very first deuce on the cover of Hot Rod magazine. 
It was also, you know, in the 40s, hot rodding, as I say, these were hooligans and they were called jalopies and nobody, you know, they were dangerous. But the law enforcement got together and did this green cross for safety. And they picked the McGee cars as the, the car to celebrate at this moment. So it was also the first, you know, I worked hard to get a hot rod on a postage stamp. And this one was on the postage stamp. Yeah. So it was the first hot rod on the cover of hot, the first use high boy on the cover of hot rod magazine it was on a postage stamp. It was in the hall of fame. It was selected for the, for the historic hall of fame, along with some other great cars, not just hot rods. It was the only hot rod. So I would say the McGee car is probably the most famous. It's, it's a beautiful car, very simple. But as far as my favorite car, and it would be neck and neck, would be the Doan Spencer car. Because that car, Doan was an innovator and a fabricator and a man of exquisite taste. And it was the first car to have a Duval windshield. And he bulldogged the front end. You know, the frame horns don't come out in front. It's, it's just the most beautiful car, Zed frame. I love to display that car with the body on and the body off because the workmanship was just extraordinary. So I would say my, if I had to pick one deuce forever of all time, it would be the Doan Spencer car. I think that the McGee car, and that's black and with, with the brown interior, and the McGee car is red. I would say the McGee car is probably the most famous. And by the way, the McGee car will have at Pebble Beach this year because they're doing a class of 32s. And so Ken Gross is organizing that. And so I'll bring, I'll bring the McGee car for that. The Doan Spencer car we had at Amelia Island this year, and that won a prize. And the Doan Spencer car was the very first car to win Pebble Beach back in 1997. It's hard to believe it's been 25 years ago. Oh, my gosh. It, that's right. They, they first put those cars on the lawn. That was a really big deal for hot rodding because, oh, yeah. you know, up until that point in 97, you know, Pebble Beach, and I'm, I'm on their steering committee, so I love Pebble Beach. It was only, you know, high-end, high-life, high-cotton, you know, expensive Rolls-Royce, Duesenbergs, you know, Ferraris. It was just a... The, the best of the best globally. And for 10 years, 10 years, I begged and I just became a complete pest in trying to <laughs> convince them that, that, that hot rods were worthy, you know, of Pebble Beach. And, you know, so aside from being a collector of 32 Fords, if there's any message I want to get across to the world is that hot rods and hot rodding were so important to everything that we love today, innovation and racing. And you look at the Cobra, the Cobra was completely built by hot riders. Mm -hmm. The Scarab were built by hot riders. Last week, we toured all American racers, which is Dan Gurney and Carol Shelby started that way back when in the sixties. But, and they build, you know, they built the Eagles and everything else. And, and, and that shop, including Dan Gurney and Phil Remington, these were hot riders. So hot riders were the guys that, built the cars that we love and that's the message you know that you know these cars and these people need to be celebrated and they're so worthy of that so that, that i'm you know it's it's almost sunday that's my that's my, that's my your sermon preach, your sermon well <laughs> you know it's it's absolutely true and what's incredible about it is it's reached global proportions because there's hot rodding now all over the planet 
and people don't realize that, but you go to different countries and there's groups and clubs and hot rodders and tours and car shows. Yeah, absolutely. But I remember that day on the lawn at Pebble going there and saying, whoa, hot rods on the lawn at Pebble. This is, I know it raised some eyebrows, but looking back now, it was one of the best things I think that. Well, oh my God. It raised, raised eyebrows is, is being very kind. <laughs> I know. They put us, they put us, you know, when they finally, it was Lauren Tryon, God bless him, you know, and Jules Human. But Lauren Tryon was the one that said, okay, Bruce, you know, I've had enough of your begging. We're going to do it for <laughs> one year, one year only. Like, let's get this over with. So they put us, they they, they couldn't have moved us any further oh, from you the were, podium. You were way out at the end of the lawn by the porta-potties. <laughs> That's, that was us, you know. And the funny thing is, if you stood up on, on the winner's ramp and you look down the hot rodders drew everybody i remember phil hill and every every all the greats were down there saying oh i had a hot rod or always wanted a hot rod so you know it was a big attraction so ever since that year in 97 they've come back every other year with some form of hot rodding or customs and so and this year they'll celebrate the 32 because it's the 90th anniversary but anyways um, pebble beach has been good to us and and Sandra Button, you know, who runs it now, does a great job of innovating and keeping it fresh and, and current, you know, because it could be it could just be a bunch of old people celebrating, you know, Rolls Royces and classics and antiques, you know. But instead, it's a youthful group and they have great race cars and and hot rods and stuff that we're interested in. Well, absolutely. She's been on the show, I believe, three times now, but she's going to beat you this year because she's coming back to talk about this year's Pebble Beach. So, uh, again, you're going to have to push the throttle down, never lift, uh, to come back and do a full <laughs> show with me. Well, you'll have to ask her. Yeah, I will. Tell, tell Sandra, you know, that until you talk to this hot rod guy, I'm <laughs> yeah. looking forward to it. I will. I will. I think she'll know who you are. So I'm going to be your car psychologist here, Bruce. I'm going to crawl into your skull. Now, this is important the way you answer this question. If you were reincarnated, pun intended, manifest as a vehicle, what would you be and why? But this isn't what you want to be. This is how you perceive you, the car guy, as a vehicle. What would Bruce be? Well, that is a really good question. It comes down to two cars, okay? okay. All right. Two of my, of my of my all-time favorite cars. One is a Cobra. Of course. Because a Cobra was built. Cobra was entirely a hot rod effort, okay? Entirely. Uh, and the other is a Scarab, which which really, um, Lance Reventla built the Scarab. There were only really three great race cars. And and so either one of those cars, probably the Scarab, wow. I'm I'm – you know, a bit of a patriot. So the idea that it's an all-American effort that beat all the Ferraris, Maseratis, everything with a Chevy engine in it, it just resonates with me. It was built by, you know, by a team of hot rodders for Lance Reventla. Lance Reventla was the wealthiest young man in maybe the world, but certainly in the U.S. And he, he had raced a little bit in Europe, and he wanted to bring it home, you know, and build something in America and so I would be a scarab. I, I love the, the performance. I love the hot rod aspect of it. Uh, I love the American part of it. And so I would be a scarab. Okay. And, you know, friends of mine say, Bruce, if you could add one car to your collection, what would it be? I'd say a scarab. Yeah. But, but you know, the, the good news is the scarabs, you know, Rob Walton has one and, and uh, uh, John Mozart and Miles Collier. And I don't think any of those guys are just looking <laughs> to sell anything. Anytime no, I don't soon, think so. any of those guys need to sell anything soon. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're, they're probably not. You're going to have to beg to them like you did the people at Pebble Beach <laughs> to get on the lawn. Yeah, I don't think it'll do any good. No. I, don't think it, I don't think I have enough money to buy one either. Well, you know, but those, it's something to dream about. Yeah, it's absolutely true. So I typically ask people about Ultimate Drives, if I could send you on the Ultimate Drive. You've been on so many, but I wanted you to touch on something. Last week, I had a friend of yours on who says you jumped in a little old Porsche with him and went on a tour, finally lured him onto a tour, something I didn't know he'd never done. His name is Bruce as well. And I just wondered about your comments on being a co-pilot in that little 356. You guys had some fun, didn't you? I'm talking about Bruce Canepa, of course. Yeah, you know, Bruce has been a friend of mine for ever so many years and and one of my passions are are Porsche race cars and and they've all been through his shop. I mean, he's restored them all for me and and also done a couple of hot rods for me too. So, Bruce is a guy with great taste and he understands how things are supposed to work. He applied for the California Mille, but if you've driven with Bruce, there's not a lot of people that would drive with Bruce, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that man you know, he he only has one speed, you know, yep. <laughs> and it's it's just flat out, you know. And I know I remember, you know, Dan Gurney and Parnelli Jones, you know, were very good friends. I mean, you know, um, Dan is passed. Of course, Parnelli's still with us, but nobody would drive with these guys. Their wives wouldn't, nobody. So when they went out to dinner, they would just drive by themselves because nobody would drive with them. And it <laughs> kind of reminds me of my son. My son is a really good driver. And he's just flat out. I don't, you know, I mean, if he's going to the market, he's flat out, you know, and I look. I wonder where he learned that, Bruce. <laughs> Damn, I don't know. <laughs> I don't but know. But, you know, I, I'll, I'll look up ahead and I'll see a, a light turning red and I'll back off. My son just drives right there. And I said, why, why, why don't you, you know, slow down? He said, I don't want to lose my position, you know. <laughs> so, you know, if you're a racer, you know, you want to be in P1 and you want to be at that intersection. You don't want anybody to kind of drift and take that open spot at the intersection. So, so Bruce Canop is much like that. You know, he, he I mean, he is an extremely uh, a talented and capable driver. So no kidding. You know, I've been, I've driven with him in his 935 and I have a 935 and he's driven my car. And so, so there's not a lot of people that would drive with him. So I, I said, <laughs> sure, I'll do it. And I, I had a, I had a great time. We went through these back roads and he has a 356 Porsche and, I put 356 Porsche in quotes because he's got what's called a Polo Mod. It's a little bit modified. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, 200 foot-pounds of torque. I can tell you in the four days that we were running, nobody even even remotely came close to passing us. Yeah, he said you guys passed a lot of people twice. <laughs> I think we passed everybody in that rally, but that's, you know, he's just flat out. He drives flat out, and he's so good. It's just a... It's an, it's an adventure going with Bruce. You're in capable hands, that's for sure. Very. So before I let you go today, and I, I really appreciate you coming back and sharing this wonderful period of time, 90 years of the deuce. My goodness, time does fly. What kind of words of advice or thought or inspiration would you give to our listeners so they get over to the Peterson Museum and enjoy this new exhibit? Hopefully go to listen to uh, uh, a little rock and roll music and spend some time looking at these beautiful cars. Sure. Well, you know, the Peterson is kind of my home away from home. And we also have a fabulous exhibit of James Bond. And thanks to to uh, Juan Gonzalez, who owns Mission Foods, he, 
he he gave us his collection to put on display of Formula One cars. Wow. What's interesting, you, you think, well, all Formula One cars look alike. Well, they don't. And in the Charles Nierberg Gallery at the Peterson, we have a whole array of Formula One cars. So nice. if you're into Formula One, you're into deuces, hot rods, you're into electric cars, you're into Porsches. Super, by the way, we have an unbelievable supercar and hypercar exhibit. So, you know, these are all, these are all amazing exhibits. So I suggest that you come over. Hear me for one moment, but one of the things when we reopened, Mark, is that in the old days when we opened the Peterson in the early 90s, it was a bunch of guys like myself, just, you know, guys in T-shirts that love hot rods. Well, now when you when you come into that Peterson, you're going to see people in their 80s, people, you know, in their single-digit numbers. We, we You will see a variety of ages, a variety of genders, a variety of ethnicity. Uh, it's just, it's like a world over there of, of enthusiasts. And you don't even have to love cars. You can just love design or, or you know, um, you know different types of, of transportation. We have, you know, Richard Varner, our chairman, has a fabulous motorcycle gallery there. And so now we have electric motorcycles. So nice. you're always going to find something you like at the Peterson. So I highly recommend you come on the 11th and 12th or any day for that and enjoy the Peterson. It's incredible. It is incredible. I've been there. I've been there many times. I'll be back. I cannot wait for this uh, wonderful show. Go to thepeterson.org. That's P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N dot org. And you'll find everything about this exhibit. I want to do a big shout out to my friends at Con Media, an incredible group of people. Emily over there uh, brought Bruce back on the show today. Emily, thank you for all your support and help here at Cars. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Bruce, so good to catch up with you. And, you know, you mentioned Formula One cars. Of course, they're going to have Formula One cars at the historic Rolex Monterey Motorsport Reunion this summer. Just had a group of people on the show talking about that. So if you want to see them run, that's a good thing to do. Thank you for your enthusiasm, your passion for cars, your sharing of cars. It's so tremendous. Always fun to see you. I'll see you this summer, of course, on the lawn at Pebble. See you at the Peterson. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Here's to the deuce. Uh, thank you. And thank you, Mark, for all you do for, you know, promoting and, and sharing all the great talent. I don't think there's anybody, I can think of nobody that has had a wealth of guests that you have had and shared with the public. So thank you, my friend. Well, you're welcome. This is great fun. I feel uh, very fortunate and grateful for all the wonderful people who've been guests here on Cars. Yeah. Working towards the next number, 3,000. So we'll get there. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars. Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!